0: Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Joining me today is Wario Will.
1: Uh,
2: farewell, Mr. Lost. They did such a great <laughs> gacha game just came, come and gone? Like, yeah. Even I didn't play it that much. I, I, I can feel why people love this gotcha game. So, yep, it's finally gone. Farewell, Mr. Loss. Thank you for the memories.
0: Yeah, I was just waiting for that, like that song to end because it's like, well, we don't have the licensing rights. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: like, make it stop.
2: Oh come on! You got, you got to, you got to appreciate a good, at least an anime opening or a gacha opening. I mean, that gotcha opening was actually pretty decent. Come on.
0: Well, I mean, I was trying to listen to it, but you could say that the lyrics were lost on me. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. All right, and of course, Skull Scott is here.
3: Hello, hello. I finally am pulling myself away from Pokemon. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I know the feeling.
0: But yes, we will be continuing our Poke discussion in a little bit and talking about uh, a lot of very unique news stories from the last week uh but first what have you been playing well i'll have you go first again because i me and uh scott are going to talk a lot about pokemon so please regale us with your weekly exploits
2: <laughs> so yeah during this past thanksgiving it has been as i try to get back to video gaming of it unfortunately things have been one family of course dinner time being stuffed with, with turkey so that's that. but yeah during this past week week uh one obviously with we'll final heroes we just recently got the new uh, legendary and mythic co- combo banner which is of uh embla veronica and embla herself and if anyone wants to try to pull for those two those those two units are definitely quite the units to, are very good yeah, very so good
0: tell them about what happens when you get a free pull <laughs> <laughs> you know I saw every that. other post I see you make about fire emblem here is how you did a free pull and you get like a five star and like, <laughs> it's like five star
2: with the banner I'm like really it is cut I find it kind of ironic because it was during the, it was the morning of that day like okay my well fire up fire emblem here oh the banners oh good open it up oh I get reds summon boom yeah I love Veronica I was like well well slightly hard and call me El Dorado because yeah I can't believe the RNGs blessed me that hard and yeah, unfortunately for me, like, yeah, I began with, uh, Mla Veronica and then ended up with the spark of, uh, Embla herself. And yeah, orange <laughs> Jesus was definitely kind of, was kind of kind to me. I was hoping to get Embla with before my spark, but eh, uh, I, I got the orbs to you, to you mm-hmm. so not too bad, but yeah, th- those two units, if you get, a, if you, if you want to pull them, by all means, those two are definitely top tier units to get on your team. So by all that and. As long as I'm continuing on with my session with Fall Guys of continuing on with the Battle Pass, there is also another game that has been uh got an update on their season, which is Splatoon 3, which we'll talk about later on. But basically uh happen continue uh uh try a little bit of the new season of the chill season and uh i gotta say i'm really liking like the new system especially now they added the X um x-ray rank, x ranks at which i am a part of it so yes i yeah I, i'm not sure you can actually can do the whole uh, X um emotes I'm not sure like in, in splatoon 2 that's what i'm trying to figure out but yeah I'm, I'm in the x ranks um so I'm um, up of the elite team right there um oh, I haven't tried out the new maps which is flounder heights as well as that new um uh, the hot spring one that that one I, have, I haven't tried yet so I, I haven't yet to get have a good impression of it but aside from everything else the um, that new catalog obviously there's definitely some new most definitely unlock during there um just yeah of course naturally there's also the the big run coming out very soon which yeah we'll talk about later on but yeah oh, but yeah so, Splatoon 3, the updates, by all means, this is definitely what needs it. And the and best of all, it's free! So, yes, thank you, Nintendo, for making a free, quote-unquote, battle pass that you don't have to pay for. So, thank you very much, Nintendo.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking about the chill season soon enough, but it's good to know that you've already dove in. I probably won't until the big run starts, but Mm-mm. I'm so busy. So, all right. If that's all, then Scott and I will discuss Fire Oh, yes, like fire. <laughs>
1: oh <they'll> Engage. Yes, <laughs> we
3: both got early copies, though. So. Yeah. I mean,
2: when we got an early copies of the Fire Emblem we'll I would like that.
0: Yeah, we I was like, yeah, Nintendo is trying to engage with us. Hi-oh. No. Uh, then again, getting engaged to Nintendo has a nice ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Will, my pun's not on Fire yeah i did never mind all right right. um we're gonna talk about pokemon scarlet and violet because i have officially gotten my review up on the website and both scott and i have beaten the game
3: he actually beat a little bit before me jerk (laughs) i'm sorry you should be
0: (laughs) all right so uh let's start with this how many hours did it take for you to get to the end game or to the end game like sorry beating the game how long did it take to get you to hear Ed Sheeran? Let's t- let's put it. That way.
3: <laughs> I think it was fifty-five hours for me. Hey,
1: why?
0: <laughs> dude, you dried your feet more than I did. <laughs> yeah. I was at thirty, and I was proud of myself. I'm like, oh, I really extended this. And no, oh, Scott over here does fifty-five before he hears Ed Sheeran. What are you doing? Just like walking all over the place
3: yes okay and i would join other people's worlds i took like a total full like four hours of just being in someone else's world as we were just geeking out about the new pokemon there you go. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> it was great and yes. i can confirm he
0: was he spent two hours in my world on sunday when we were looking for eevees yeah we caught, actually we caught six of them and then over the course of the next four days i caught almost every evolution, so i didn't really need the eevees in the
1: world. <laughs> ouch <laughs> it's true <laughs>
3: yeah i mean they they do have the evolutions pretty all over the place it's just evie itself you can't find that well <laughs> i
0: i find it so weird it's like okay fine be that way <laughs> but yeah so we both beat the game so we are going to go heavy into spoilers right now um so if, if you want to skip like now is the time go like 10 minutes you know we're, we're gonna go right into this into the news so if you want to skip right to the news segment now is the chance okay and okay so first of all big spoiler let's talk ed sheeran so <laughs> i really like celestial i think it's a great song i don't know why people want to mod it out of the game i think people are just Hatish.
3: i mean yes <laughs> some people's personality is hating popular things and i think celestial got very popularized <laughs> yeah
0: all right so seriously though i want to talk about uh let's start with the three paths. We we talked about this personally when we were doing our uh you know crossover uh session, but which of the three paths did you feel was the best overall? And Titan.
1: Uh, nice. Titan. <laughs> Titan. <laughs> like, Titan, sure. Titan. <laughs> Titan <dang you! laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. I will admit the Titan path was, was a, uh, a little bit more than I expected, uh, especially with Arvin and, and Matt Stiff. Um I was surprised by some of the Pokemon we met, including Iron Tusk, which I was like, wait a minute, that's Iron Tusk. Like, he's literally like, walking across the desert. And I'm just like, holy crap, why am I actually going to fight that thing? So that that was interesting. I haven't caught it yet, but I i only just got to the end game. Or at the end of the end game. I gotta, yeah. I got ready to phrase that. Like, I, I just got to Ed Sheeran. So, <laughs> you got to the credits. <laughs> I got the credits. There you go. I got the credits. But uh, yeah, I was impressed by the Titan storyline. I will say that. Not unlike and we talked about, we'll talk about this a little further. But like the scaling of it at times was not the best. Like sometimes I, I struggled, and then one time I literally one shot a Titan. I'm like, <laughs> huh? Did that happen?
3: Yeah, I think that's a whole other issue. Of what I think of the Pokemon game is scaling. If we had like a proper dynamic scaling open world game, yeah. this would have probably been my absolute favorite experience. Because when you had a like a hard fight, it was a fun hard fight. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. When I got, and that actually angered me at times because the scaling was so all over the place. It, in the end of uh, Team Star and uh, Titans, or Path of Legends, you have to fight Arvin and then Director, D- D- Director Clavel. I almost said Director Clive. He's not Clive. <laughs> He's totally not Clive. Totally not
3: Clive. Totally they're, not not they're not the same Clark. person. No.
0: Definitely not. Anyway, so I, I have to fight those two. And. Arvin was really tough despite the fact that when we're doing the Titan battles, he's kind of a wimp. And then yes. we fought Clavel. I had to he got so dang lucky. He brought out that dang teapot on me. <laughs> it used break shell. Oh that spiked. And it wiped out like four members of my team before I could finally knock it out because it had like the higher speed stat. And I'm just like, What not the ever living fork? <laughs> and i finally beat it and then i'm using like all my max revives. but then uh, it's their other pokemon his other pokemon were enough to kill me so i had my second blackout of the game via that and the first one was via the espion if you recall yes and so i got so ticked i literally drained every uh exp candy i had <laughs> in, in improving my team so that i had there was no doubt that my team was stronger and sure enough <laughs> i wiped him out easily and i'm like don't get me wrong i'm glad i had all those candies but i shouldn't have had to use him it's in mass to to be a director who wh- there was no indication he was that strong so that yeah that did tick me off and then other times i would beat i beat the elite four like laughably easily yes uh, <laughs> bono was tougher but yes still and uh but yeah so the scaling was definitely an issue but the, i did like the titans and even though it wasn't the most uh uh fulfilling gameplay wise i loved the team star story yes like that was one where like everyone was kind of dissing on team star like oh yeah they're just evil students how original and then you actually like go into the story it's like no this is pretty original
3: (laughs) yeah i really appreciate it plus we also get to see a different side of like director clavel from team stars route
0: yeah but uh Go into full spoilers. What I loved was that they appeared to be bad guys, and then you realize, no, they just stood up for themselves, and then they get blamed. <laughs> they were the bullied, and they became the bullies because of words of mouth. Mm, you know, yep. like, people lied. Mm. Gee, that doesn't happen. In our <laughs> at Not at all. <laughs> no. That totally doesn't resonate with me as a person, even though I was bullied from grade school up until college and beyond. No heaven forbid i stand up for myself and then all of a sudden i'm the bad guy that didn't happen to me at all
3: <laughs> never never would have thought No. <laughs>
0: and i totally didn't put a pencil through a guy's hand because he insulted my mother no <laughs> did you hear that that was a nervous laugh because he's like is he telling the truth i, was like, lying. I don't really I... Know. like you, you, i'll let you guess i'll let you guess scott I'll let oh. you I'll I mean, it. are
2: we here like, giving up our own elementary school confessions right now? Because I actually do have some myself. If you want, I mean, let's, let's, let's be like Team Star and rally against our
0: bullies. Come on. <laughs> oh, you want to? <laughs>
2: no, nah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I think I'll keep it to myself. Oh, okay.
0: But I'm just like, I loved that story because they could have so easily taken like the, oh, they're the bad team, you know, like Team Yell is the worst team. All right. They were only there for Marnie, and it was just... They were annoying in the worst way. And even like some of the lesser teams, like Flair or... Uh, gosh, I can't remember some of these teams. Um, what was Sun and Moon's team?
3: Uh, I forgot what its team was in Sun and Moon. Was it the... Uh, I, uh, team course. Skull, I
1: think. Oh yeah,
0: Team Skull. Yeah, team yes. Skull. Okay, team Skull, <clears throat> it, even though they were really useless, if we're being honest with us. Oh, <laughs> they team. were. Guzma, Guzma was the best, and the in the anime they were at least a little better. But, um, but yeah, Team Star. I liked how they developed the the, the six characters, the five leaders, and then Penny. Spoiler. Um. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, it's totally Penny, isn't it?
3: yes that wasn't a very hard find
0: (laughs) well at first they pulled out director Clavel, and i'm like wait a minute why was he pulling double duty then
3: yeah i was like that didn't make a whole lot of sense he's like yeah it wasn't even like i I okay
0: (laughs) so and i was glad because i'm like yeah it it, it gave it away he's like i use one of them high technology thingies i'm like
3: (laughs) you don't even know how to use your own phone man
0: (laughs) you You don't even have know how to put on a good wig so (laughs) <laughs> i believe you know how to use phones like that so but yeah I, I really like the team star story notice how i said that team star story
3: the Game- team star gameplay, gameplay was uh definitely not as good as the story <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh you 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 raid the bases which in a way sounds cool like oh yeah i'm gonna go up against like an army before i get to the boss and then it's like yeah you're just doing random battles that Give you no experience, you get no items, and even when you fight the bosses, you don't get experience. Yeah, I found that kind of weird
3: yeah, that when you so fought weird. the boss, you got like nothing out of it.
0: Yeah, and remember when you do when you do the let's go battles out in the open world, you get experience. You don't get a lot of
3: experience. <laughs> not a whole lot, but you still get some. <laughs> you
0: get some. So, but yeah, it was uh, it was a thing. And then when you get done with all three, and they actually did a really good job of not talking about this we had a fourth storyline. Yes, right. They yes. pulled the three houses on us. <laughs> there was a fourth storyline. There was a Silver Snow storyline. <laughs> and dang did it get dark.
3: It was really dark and honestly I loved it. Like being able to you basically get to see a lot of everything come together and it comes with some big reveals for your region. Which we will totally spoil
0: in a bit, so you know, <laughs> I don't you to not the game. This is, this stuff's gonna get dark. <laughs> All right. So, in the fourth story, which is called A Way Home, we go to the uh, the the Zero Crater, which is the literal crater in the middle of Paldea. And throughout the game, we're
3: talking with either Professor uh, Sana 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 Sana, Sana, Sana. Sana
0: yeah. or Turo, yeah, depending on your game. And they are, of course, Arvin's parents, mother or father. It, obviously, it's, it's, no, I gotta <laughs> say that, um, mother or father, and you just, like, they are really cold, like, they're just like, oh yeah, take care of this Pokemon, you know, oh hi Arvin, hey, I need you to get something from the lab, and they're like, dude, this is, something's very wrong here, oh, something was very, <laughs> very wrong. <laughs> right, so I want you to picture this, I want you to picture that the professor that we've been talking to this whole time Was it the professor? Oh no, it was not. Dead because instead, children, you were talking to an AI infused in a robot body of the professor because the professor was dead. (laughs) We're not, I'm not lying. I'm not, no, that is literally the story. That is the story. story. (laughs) So apparently, your uh, legendary Pokemon, Rhydon or Kyridon um there were two of them that okay let me rewind turo or sada invented a time machine what oh oh yeah oh yeah that's right yes will doesn't
3: know this this story
0: (laughs) okay so yeah okay i'm gonna talk directly to will but everybody else listen. okay well here's what happens so the professors in the game discover how to make a time machine okay so, okay okay remember how we were talking remember how this game's gimmick is about the crystal pokemon okay 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 it's, it's crystallized uh-huh. crystals that allow that have a, like an energy source and they use that to make a time machine what they discovered is that you can send pokeballs into the past or the future and catch the ancient or futuristic pokemon and bring them to the present these are called paradox pokemon all right okay. so you can find like say an ancient version of Jigglypuff, which has a long mane and (laughs) egg. It is not a nice singer at all. Just saying. Okay, so Sada or Turo dedicated themselves to sending these Pokemon back in time to bring them to the present so that the past and future Pokemon can live in the present without issues. Gee, Will, I wonder what could go wrong. And one of these Pokemon that they bring back is Moridon or Kuridon. But for whatever reason they can only bring back two of them okay well these two don't like each other and so they fight over territory including fighting in one of the labs where the professor just so happens to be and so to save the other Maraidon or Kuraidon, the professor throws itself in front of the pokemon that's about to attack and straight up kills them
3: wow they they pulled a mewtwo movie on us but you know instead of letting us save ash they just killed him Yeah. Straight <laughs> straight <up> kill- <laughs> Straight up kill it. Like, it's legit. Like I was waiting
0: for the twist that you know they were alive the whole time. No. And then we find out that to ensure that the project would keep going Sada or Tour made a robot infused with an AI of their personality so basically a replicant from Blade Runner and they were dedicated to uh, keeping the project going until they finally realized, hey, this is actually a bad idea. <laughs> so they ask you to come back to come to the creator with a special book that has a, a shutdown code that can stop the time machine. Except, obviously, that doesn't work because it has a fail-safe protocol, because of course it does, that turns the evil not-professor against you and you have to battle it twice just to destroy the time machine. Except it doesn't destroy the time machine and the, prof- the professor decides, hey, I'm just gonna go into the past and the future so that the time machine will shut down naturally because I'm the key, apparently. and <laughs> It
3: goes off into the past or future, and Arvid is left with no parent. The end. I mean, he didn't have much of a parent anyway. But wow, <laughs>
1: this is true.
0: Yeah, that, that is the end of Pokemon Scarlet I mean, they tend to leave the crater and I'll, like I'll have you know friendship forever kind of thing. But that is essentially the end of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It is the darkest story in Poke history,
1: and I'm yeah. going
0: hold on to that. I mean, I, I mean that. I mean, there's
2: the movies have gone dark. The anime
0: has had episodes which are dark, including Ash and a friend of his almost getting trapped in another dimension forever. But this is dang dark. This this is admitting death, admitting murder by Pokemon, and then, you know, basically destabilizing the time stream because the professor thought it'd be a good idea to bring Pokemon from the past to the future to the present.
2: This, this is definitely the kind of anime plot you expect from, I don't know, <laughs> I expect it from Evangelion or something of the sort, but jeez louise, this plot. Yeah,
3: yeah, that, that's actually also a fun thing too, because that's the reasoning behind why your legendary doesn't want to fight, is because that's the last time they fought was when the professor died. And so they're like, we don't want to fight anymore, just ran away, and they just, like, just learned how to run really fast. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, and that's why they only eat sandwiches. Gotcha. <laughs> yes.
3: No, no. Special sandwiches. Special sandwiches. Special sandwiches. <laughs> HM Sandwiches. The Herba Mystica's.
1: Mystica <laughs> They're magic.
0: All right, but yeah, that was uh, the ending, and I... woof, it was it was something. I'm like, my gosh, this is getting so dark, and it just keeps pressing. And then you feel bad for poor Arvin because bad enough he had an absentee parent now you realize that they were absent because you know they, they were dead
1: dead.
3: <laughs> dead this whole time they didn't have the choice to be there for him exactly. and yeah. they not like the robot cared because the robot had one thing <laughs>
0: yeah M. Night Shyamalan would be proud of this
3: twist <laughs> <laughs> he was dead all along <laughs> he was dead the whole time <laughs>
0: so but yeah I uh and then there is post-game content uh i have only like very lightly scratched it but i know that there's more including finding the 10 spires or whatever that leads to um i know you've done it scott
3: right yeah so i haven't done all of it but yeah i have got to like the middle of it but yeah once you once you basically do all of that and then you get you have to in the post game you also have to redo the gyms and you have to redo team star again what yeah what doing another playthrough again what and when you do that that's when they open up the five star raids oh, wow. and to get the six star raids requires you to do like four five star raids huh. and then the six star raids will then unlock wow and it's funny because they'll actually have a person to call you they'll be like hey i heard that these other there's another level of raids going on you want to try one and those things are really hard by the way
0: <laughs> i believe it but i mean at least are you, are you getting at least good pokemon in those raids
3: Yes, you get, like, better uh, IVs and EV stats with those raids. Eh. Which, if you're a competitive Pokey poke player, then yes, you care about them. If you're more casual or if you just want to get the decks, then it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Stick with the three-star raids. <laughs> say,
0: I, that takes that, that me off, because I'm like, why would you go to six stars if you don't even, like, like say, like, put uh, a super rare Pokemon there or a legendary there or
3: something like that well the I think it's they did their first seven star raid for this weekend, which is gonna be charizard <laughs> of, course.
0: of course, which of
3: course you always have to have a charizard comeback <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, so all right, so let's talk about our like basically our final thoughts of the game so i as I said, I reviewed it, I gave it a four out of five. My biggest issues were a the unrefined nature of the game it was, yes. <laughs> Now, the irony of the unrefinedness is that there are certain elements that work beautifully, including the co-op. Like, yes, <laughs> when Scott and I were doing our co-op run for the EV terror raids, he literally went in one direction, I went into another, and we went to every single terror crystal before you realized which ones were the EV ones. Like, that's yeah, we were smart.
3: <laughs> we were, we were so smart.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So we were going around like every crystal, and I, we didn't have like a single drop or whatever we'd have to keep like jumping into each other's world or whatever it was seamless and then other times i'm you know having a pokemon battle and the the camera clips to the ground and all of a I see the underworld <laughs> and not the fun kind <laughs> okay? no
3: and then your pokemon falls in the underworld no. <laughs> there you go.
0: so say hi to zagreus for me um, <laughs> appreciate all of you who got that reference so but yeah like the bugs were so apparent and the, the classic one is the guy walking through the Pokemon battle.
3: Uh. Yeah. Well, someone does a Hydro Pump. He's just walking through this entire giant battle. Man, he must be immortal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw those bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and the worst part is that this happens in spots that the team should, totally should have caught. Yes, it, certainly. Even, like for example, it, that that bug of the guy walking through the battle that happens in a city in a battle you're required to have. It's for for a gym challenge. And you have to do this battle to, I mean, you guys totally don't have to, but most people will. And you don't do anything special to encourage this. It's just you do a battle, and the guy is on his walk cycle, and he walks right through all of you. The opponent, their Pokemon, your Pokemon, and you. Straight up. And so many people have caught this. It's not like the oh the super rare bug of like a dragon flying backwards in Skyrim. It's not like that. This is it happens every time without fail, and yet somehow the Pokemon Company allowed this and other bugs to go through. And th- this is just one of many that I've caught. Others have caught. It's so undefined. But when you look past that, it's one of the most fun Pokemon games I've ever played. And I that sucks. If like Scott was saying, yeah. If Scott was saying like, if the scaling was better. Uh, it would be per- like like the best and i agree that we de- definitely need better scaling and that was another one of my critiques but if they could have worked that out worked out all the bugs and glitches and just made us a super polished thing it would be the best pokemon game ever like it would not even be close i probably yeah i might have even given it five stars which is more than arceus yeah i loved arceus <laughs> so
3: yeah, I, I agree with that because honestly, the the experience and everything that has to do with actually playing Scarlet and Violet is amazing, and the stories they have for all the characters and the fact that they have so much characterization for even every gym every gym trainer, every Elite Four member will show up and give some some of their like character backstories and stuff. It's just like there's just so much personality in this game that makes it amazing, but there's so much technical issues. This game has as well. That makes it kind of mind-boggling that they let this game go out.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's just it's sad because this level of unrefinement is very much unheard of for a Pokemon title. I mean, the worst thing you could have said about rcs was that the graphics weren't that good, which you yeah chalk up to various things, including just artistic style because they wanted to do the more like painting style with like the brushes and all that. Um, with this, they have no excuse. Because it's not a, a full-on graphics issue, it's bugs everywhere, all the time. Even when we were doing our co-op one, we may not have had any game-breaking bugs, but there was a bug where I was doing a battle and I caught a Pokemon, and all of a sudden the Pokeball is flying on its own in the <laughs> air, just like spinning in place. I'm like, what?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, a I very played, special Pokeball. <laughs> I, had, I specifically remember a Pokemon battle. I threw the Pokemon was in the ground. Like, like, literally, like underground, and it was still fighting me. And I threw the Pokeball, and the Pokeball went underground. And so it would shake, and then it would burst out of the ball, and you don't see the Pokeball because it's underground. And so I'm literally just keep throwing this ball into like the depths, you know, hoping that I catch something, which is not a sentence you want to say. <laughs> or the the and again, it, they're everywhere. And people are making fun of it at such a rate where it's clear that this is a widespread issue. And the game got released. I mean, we, we did two weeks of main events on this because it was a buggy mess so and you can't you can't ignore it like i'm a diehard fan i can't ignore this
3: you know, that, that that would be right that's giving it a pass and it doesn't deserve it it really doesn't deserve as fast especially because as you said legends Arceus ran actually extremely well
0: oh yeah i mean the only times i ever saw like major framerate issues when i was really far away from pokemon
3: yeah, the moment, I mean it's <clears throat> it's funny that they had the same kind of uh dynamic frame rate in Arceus, but it works so much better than it works in Scarlet and Violet.
0: Yeah, and to be clear, whatever was going on in Arceus, it got downgraded for for Scarlet and Violet. All right, a great example is the towns. When you're in Jubilee Village you don't really see any frame rate issues with the people some of them aren't moving a lot and that might be one of the reasons but when you go into basically any town in scarlet and violet the moment you see people walking you see (laughs) yes time without fail and sometimes you have to be literal in-game feet away from them for their cycle to smooth out that's bad and I, i think i mentioned it last week the windmill where it's not moving like you see it from afar and then when you get closer it like stutters to life and then once you get like really close to it then it's a smooth frame rate how did that get allowed
3: i i wonder what kind of qa test they ran that game through because they apparently did not listen or their qa testers didn't care (laughs)
0: I mean, again, for the record, it's not a bad game. I gave it a 4 out of 5, and I I stand by that. And, and most people will stand by that, period. It's a really great game. It's just so buggy at times. And then the other problem is the scaling. Um, as I mentioned in my review, uh, one of the choices you have at the beginning of the game is you go right or you go left. If you go right, or you, you have two options to go right, go left, or just go whatever... But I chose to go right because there was a gym leader that had grass type Pokemon and I had I picked play Coco, so I wanted to just beat that up really quickly and get some experience. So after a while, I think like two badges and one uh ra- a Titan later, I went to the left side and all of a sudden my level twenty something Pokemon are going up against level six or seven Pokemon. <laughs> and I'm trying not to knock them out so I can catch them all. <laughs> not cool. Alright. No. <laughs> and then there's that way by the time i got through all eight bat or eight gyms i saved the normal type gym leader for last (laughs) i didn't didn't intend to but it just happened that way and when i did i was at almost level 70 and the gym leader was at level 35
3: (laughs) and you're just messing him even more with his job (laughs) he already doesn't want to be there no
0: also wasn't a fan of the elite four wasn't like it doesn't make, it didn't make sense why some of them were there uh including our including our every man uh, like, <laughs> oh yeah i, I was I'm, a, I'm an elite four guy too why?
3: you said he has two jobs i like, <laughs> didn't expect why? these to be the two jobs
0: Maybe? <laughs> so I, I i don't know um it, it was the little thing and of course team star was the biggest down down point in terms of gameplay so oh and the evolutions I, oh, gosh, the evolutions. <laughs> <laughs> there is an evolution, Will, in this game where you can only level them up after you do a certain thing and then join a union room mm. to evolve them. It's, it's a dolphin Pokemon. <clears throat> so you finally get a dolphin and it has one of the most out-of-the-box <laughs> ever. Period. And <Then> another one <laughs> have to walk you have to use the let's go feature to release the Pokemon next to you and walk 1,000 steps with them. Wow. And you don't have a counter.
3: Mm, nope. No. Some of this stuff, I feel like they could, it might be better if they did have more features to help with that. <laughs> and some of these, I feel like you kind of have to like guess on how to do the thing to get them to evolve.
2: oh. oh, oh. <clears throat> a fun
0: game i still highly recommend it and as we'll address in the news they are going to attempt to fix things this is absolutely one of the situations where it should have been fixed beforehand and the fact that they sold 10 million proves that we would have waited (laughs) (laughs) yes so they can't do this again like they straight up if I don't care about the hype, or whatever. If they pull this again, whatever the next mainline game is, if they pull a buggy mess, the fans are going to revolt. They get one mulligan. I I truly believe that, you know. This is a Cyberpunk, this is a Saints Row situation, this is every other big game that, Halo Infinite, this is every other big game situation where it had the hype, people bought it anyway, but they regretted it because it was a buggy mess. It was not a pokemon wasn't unplayable but it was very noticeable that it was unrefined so pokemon company game freak you've been warned don't do this again make a great game <laughs> my, 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 actually use a qa department how about that <laughs> <I> listen <laughs> to them <No. laughs> look and i know i'm harping on this a lot but i, I want to say it like this i'm a qa tester all right i have worked for big company and a, and a small media company and my job is to qa test games if we released a game like this in this buggy state, it would fall out. like the QA department would be fuming, because either they we report these bugs and they didn't listen, or they didn't want us to report the bugs and just put it out anyway, and that would make it suck for us because like this is our job to find these bugs, and I was I'm seeing ones that even I'm sure some of you didn't notice because I've had had I've had had training as a QA tester for like graf- graphical glitches and frame rate glitches and. Compliance issues, and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was finding stuff I'm sure you all didn't notice. And yet they were in the game like it was nothing. Like, no, it's something. That's uh, that's bad.
1: Yes. <clears> throat>
0: throat> I will relent. For
3: now! <laughs> For now. Until right. the next Pokemon to come out.
0: Oh, or, the, or the DLC arrives.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: hopefully. hopefully the, or, I or mean
0: there's a patch that breaks the game. <laughs>
3: If they Uh, do a good DLC, like Sword and Shield's DLC, that would be cool. (laughs) There are rumors. There are rumors. But I also wish that, I just hope that they'd rather fix before they put the DLC out. (laughs) Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see.
0: Alright, next up, the news. There is a lot of topics to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, and not
3: all of it is about Pokemon. (laughs) Only some.
1: (laughs) Only (laughs) some. Only (laughs) only (laughs) some, only (laughs) some, only (laughs) some. So, it's time to go.
0: Down the warp pipe, ladies and gentlemen. I don't do this podcast. You know how I said that? I don't do this podcast. I, the host, your guy, yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't do this podcast to rant. But when this, when this uh, gaming world gives me something to rant about, oh, I'm going to do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, and you thought I was
0: ranting before about Pokemon? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the Super Mario Brothers trailer part two. Oh boy! <laughs> Ago, all right. First of all, Chris Pratt, you suck. (laughs) And it it hurts me to say because I just watched the Guardians of Galaxy volume 3 trailer and I'm excited for that. (laughs) Not excited for
1: this.
0: (laughs) When the dubs from other nations do an Italian accent better than Chris Pratt,
3: (laughs) you suck. yeah uh, now that implies he tried an Italian accent
2: <laughs> right like so just to lay down the, the like get brief again what the trailer came out from the the reason Nintendo Direct from Shigeru Miyamoto and Illumination and yeah one thing is just like yeah you can hear it I mean the let's a go from Chris Pratt <laughs> it was it was not there. It wasn't even that emphasis. And like, if there's even one more part that really kind of sells the point that Chris Pratt's not really trying, like that p- part when um he was trying the for the the platforming and he got hit by that cannonball, like that uh, It was so flat. There was no emotion to it, no emphasis, no pronunciation. <laughs> like, <Wahoo>. it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just like. There was no emphasis. And of course, like naturally with the Hollywood uh jokes with Hollywood phones, like, oh get it off, get it off, get it off. I mean, okay, low-key, funny, but not as great. And, like, as you said, Atad, like, the, the other nations, from the French trailer to the Japanese trailer, the Japanese trailer, yeah. they have freaking Mamoru Miyano, <laughs> uh, if you know, from Light Yagami, of all of that. Like, I want Bowser. <laughs> yes, and, of course, Bowser, being voiced by All Might, like, yeah, his, Mamoru Miyano's Let's Go sounds so much better, better than Chris Pratt. It's like, and, of course, naturally, when you hear Bowser, of course, Bowser, Jack Black, no doubt I have no problems with And Anya <clears> Taylor, <together throat> as Peach, no problem at all. And, but yeah, just hearing the other nations with like Bowser's Japan Bowser, yeah, just hearing all night just with that, like gruffness, like mm-hmm. you can tell like how much respect the Japanese um, market has with their voice actors. You can easily tell that. In fact, even the French dubbing was no problem. But here in the American, again, Anya Taylor, Jack Black, heck, I will even give props to Charlie Day. Like, I, I mean, ar- arguably, arguably. Hey. Like, and like, heck, even when he like was getting interrogated by Bowser, like, again, his screams of pain, that was good. I actually like that part. But yeah, afterwards, again, when you hear Mario again and again, it's just like, where is that? Where is the emphasis? Where is that soul? It's just, it's Chris Pratt. <laughs> and, like, there, there's just no oh, emphasis. The fact that, as you said, Todd. The fact that you have other nations and heck, even like the Japanese nation just have to to better dubbing. And again, they try to enunciate Charles Martinet's performance, at least in some way, or at least have an Italian accent. And here in Chris Pratt, it's just like, no. And even with that first ticket, when he says, I'm Mario. Oh, no, that's not going to be my voice. Yes, it was. That was your voice, Chris. It's just like, uh, yeah, I mean. Aside, uh, t- going aside from Chris Pratt for a little bit, they, everything else—the fan service from the Rainbow Road to the the, the, the Mario Kart racing—all those references, by all means, they they nailed down the whole world of Mario. Mario. No doubt about that, which I, I get a good props to. But again, everything else is good except Chris Pratt. Uh, okay,
0: I'll, want I'll, I'll relate. I'll relate. Scott, Scott wants <laughs> you to go because then I'll then I'll take my turn. <clears throat>
3: Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan, but I'm also saying that this is probably the most Illumination is done for animation mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you look at like their other works... You do they're out. The <clears throat> of dollars. They do, but they're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Despicable Me was okay. <laughs> I, 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 I. But as soon as like you see like all their other minion stuff, it's just like, it's not that well done animated. And I don't like their stories that much. So they went way too much into this. But I really love all the details they do with their animation and stuff with this Mario movie. It just sucks that the voices don't match.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah.
0: All right. <clears throat> let's start with the positive. Let's start with the positive, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. What was, what was positive? What was positive? I'm not agreeing with Peach. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, I, I know what's good about it. Okay, yes. For Peach, obviously peach i i think i noted this last week uh i have f- total faith in anya taylor joy she is one of the be- fastest rising actresses in the in hollywood right now she was incredible in queen's gambit uh didn't watch the mutants but i heard she was okay there um but yeah she is a great great actress and i had a feeling she would bring a great level to peach what i didn't realize was they were actually going to do something with peach and it's great <laughs> Mm hmm. Actual right. ruler instead of a damsel in distress. I <laughs> she's love She's a character. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a character. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that,
0: and it's great. And you know, she's racing. She wields a halberd. Yes, yes. Correct her. That is correct. I said pickaxe. He goes, "Oh, actually, it's a halberd." <laughs> Shut up, Will. All right, but no. Loved, love how they're handling Peach for the most part. Jack Black is Bowser. Awesome. No, 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 no remarks. Charlie Day as Luigi? Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I never watched It's only Sunny in Philadelphia. I have no desire to watch It's only Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, I know about the conspiracy uh meme that he does. You know, that's funny. Ah ha ha ha. Whatever. I don't need him as my Luigi. First of all, he doesn't sound right in my opinion. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. And while it was interesting to see him like freak out because of Bowser, because of course that's what Luigi would do, it just felt off. I'm like, oh, it's like, do you really think I know every guy that has, you know, the same color, same clothing, but different colors? And with the leather hair? like, ah, oh! stop. Gosh, stop <laughs> it. All right. Luigi probably just scream more than he would talk, but that's just me. um The visuals. Visuals look great. I do have a few problems with some of the faces, like Donkey Kong face. Oh, okay. okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. The, the dummy,
3: derpy one. Yeah, it's just like, it
0: feels <laughs> off, you know? Like, it. It's it's like that. It's like what I said. Uh, it's like I said last week about me buying stuff. It's instinct, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like you
0: look at it and you go, "That's good. That's okay. That should be better." Like, what is that? When I looked at Mario, I'm like, you know, it's a little different, but I'm okay with it. You know, you gotta adapt. Uh, Peach was fine. Bowser was incredible. Love the vo- love the model for Bowser. And when you look at Donkey Kong from the side, I'm like, "Yeah, that's Donkey Kong." But then you look at that one trailer or that that poster where he has like the grin face. I'm like, "The heck."
2: I mean, again, it was quite a strange thing. Even Shigeru Miyamoto himself said in the direct, like, why he went through such a redesign. And I guess I can understand the reasoning, but at the same time, I can also understand what you're you're trying to say, Todd, that, yeah, that derpy face, they're trying to make it a more more comedic, a la, like, Wreck-It Ralph, in a sense. So, I don't know. I can definitely see why it would put off some people, but it doesn't necessarily, like, turn, turn me off too much, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: And then... We get to mario and they even started out in a way that you know oh this is supposed to excite fans you know let's go except that no i don't want to go with you mario and <laughs> then, then the story is straight isekai see anime reference right? <laughs> uh, is, is straight isekai with the whole oh he's not a hero but he's gonna be trained to be like why
2: mm, okay 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 and, and i get
0: that in someone, including the original live-action movie, which, remember, is terrible, um, that that's how Mario is, but Mario is such an established character at this point, you don't need him to have the whole I'm not a hero, but I can be trained to be.
1: <laughs>
0: Alright, we we have such a connection with Mario that we can just understand him <laughs> dropping into the world, and him being an unlikely hero? Sure, why not? Like, he could be in the Mushroom Kingdom, and then all of a sudden it's like, he somehow gets roped into everything that i can understand mm. it, but he doesn't need a training montage when I, I as much as i love the idea of peach uh being t- super epic which i get i'm totally for the idea of her training mario and like it not working <laughs> Even, like, yeah the trailer, they show her with the fire flower like mm-hmm. she can use all the items mario can i'm like wait <laughs> he can use it all oh, why do they need him <laughs> right right also they have dk apparently and his entire family mm-hmm. and he can't take care of bowser why <laughs> right yeah. he can't match <laughs> his power yes yeah i mean it's, it's freaking donkey calling punched a gosh dang moon out of orbit onto a volcano <laughs> it did not break
2: it's just really something. I mean, heck, you don't even need to play video games. I had I checked with some consensus. Even like some fans said, like their, their moms, like even when they heard the trailer, who hasn't played video games in any Mario games at all, knows when they hear like Mario, like oh that's Mario, like and they only play games. And to hear Chris Pratt coming from that, and like yeah, the character, in regards like yeah, the zero to hero is just like, uh, like you you just easily drop Mario in and he he just can can take it off right there because again mario is just that naturally good even charles martin himself says so
0: yeah and it's just and i know part of it is i'm a long time fan and i know the lord i know history and everything but even just as a storyteller the trope is so played out Mm -hmm. and you know what i'll give you the best (laughs) example in the world you ready for this the lego movie <laughs> 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 gee who started that movie i wonder uh his, head, his name is <laughs> Freeman. <laughs> anyway, but like with those movies sure that could do zero to hero because that fits in their world and elliot the lego movie character was a zero who became a hero and that was worthy of that story this is mario Everyone knows Mario. Now you could play it fast with loose and how he, you know, meets Princess Peach and him and Luigi get roped into stopping Bowser, but the thought of him just getting absolutely wrecked by Donkey Kong by uh even just driving the Mario kart. Like he's freaking <laughs> out driving the cart and I'm just like, stop it. Just <laughs> stop it. And as many people noted, there is so much
1: fan service in this trailer. And I love that. Yes. Yes. I liked Rainbow <coughs> Road. I liked
0: seeing Donkey Kong. Okay. I think. Okay. I want to say this clearly. I liked seeing Donkey Kong. We did not have. We have not heard Seth Rogen's voice for him yet. And I i'm, I'm, not, optimistic. I'm not optimistic
3: a little cynical <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: right. so you know i i like the idea that you know donkey Kong's there they showed the the various kingdoms of the mushroom kingdom hey where's wario land we don't know um but it's the the love is there the detail is there you know and they are pulling out some different beats in the story like with peach that i adore you know um but there are things that will root it in quality or not, and one of them is the voices, which I'm not happy with Pratt, I'm not a fan of Day, and I still haven't heard, you know, Rogan as Donkey Kong. And if it's anything like what I think Seth Rogan's going to sound like, Donkey Kong <laughs> should be
1: ticked. Mm. And then, but then you, you, ah. Uh. Just say it, just say
0: it. I, I'm just trying to say the right words. With the Sonic movie. I I could already hear Tyler saying like you better watch Todd. <laughs> you better praise the movie, Tyler, just hold on. So with the Sonic movie, we were all furious about how Sonic looked. And everyone and a lot of people to this day think that was a mistake that they changed that. It wasn't. It was absolutely the right move because if they released it in that state, no one would have liked the movie because of just how Sonic looked. Forget the plot, forget, you know, Jim Carrey doing Legendary Robotnik. Everyone would have been talking about how it looks. That's not our Sonic what did you do? I have a bad feeling that regardless of the quality, once we really start hearing Mario talk, like at ad, na- ad nauseum, everyone's gonna say, you know what, that really doesn't sound like Mario, or that doesn't sound like Luigi, and that doesn't definitely doesn't sound like DK. And everyone's gonna I have a feeling that despite it, it won't be unlike what we just talked about with Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet. It it has these great elements, like with Peach, like with the visuals, like the the fan service. But then you counteract that with, why did they do this route? Why did they go this path? And that bugs me that no one thought this was a bad idea. Mm. And again, Charles Martinet is in the movie, but as a like a, a token <laughs> character. And he is Mario, and I'm tired of all the people saying, oh, he's not a real voice actor. Yes, he is. Look at his actual credits, gosh dang you. Or uh, he hasn't done the Mario voice in long stretches of time. We've already talked about this. He's done full-on, minutes-long commercials and such as mario's voice and if he needed to tailor it for a movie you don't think he could do that he 100 percent could do that to be honest Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and it could be and I, I actually hope for the story that they said that, hey we did try out Martin, but we just had to go with chris pratt anyway that way we could call him even bigger fools <laughs> <It could>
1: be- <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just can't help but wondering, because again, Shigeru Miyamoto was overseeing this entire project, and he was like, with going to the casting, like, the fact that, I don't know, Shigeru Miyamoto, again, hes like, he created Mario, and he thinks that Chris Pratt was, was a perfect role for Mario, it's like, come on, you should have had some leeway, Miyamoto-san, and you chose him? I mean, anybody else, literally anybody else, <laughs> everyone in Hollywood, you didn't choose the rock note. <laughs> I mean, heck, even a full fledged Italian actor, I would have gone go for it. Shit, that would be per- perfect. Heck, I would be surprised if even have Joe Pesci. But no, you had to choose Chris Pratt.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about The Rock as Mario. <laughs> it's like. Bowser, you come to the Mushroom Kingdom, and you think <laughs> that you could just steal its star! Well, actually, it doesn't matter what
2: you think! <laughs> if way The Rock Johnson voiced Mara, that would have been <laughs> something. Well,
0: they hey, they put him as Crypto the Super Dog, so... And no Apparently it barely worked out there. <laughs> no, yeah, that didn't work out. That did not work out at all. It was a very low-grossing movie. If you want to watch an actual crypto cartoon, watch Crypto the Super Dog. That's a show. Great <laughs> name song. I'm pointing to the sky for some reason, and I have no idea why. It's just my my was like pointing at something. Is that? Oh, maybe it's because I'm pointing at crypto. Maybe he's flying in the sky right now. Anyway.
3: Oh, so- I was just wondering if that's what, what the rock was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> no? I don't know. What else could be in the sky? <laughs> just...
0: So many things. Just... Aliens. No, that's a sequel. What does cooked aliens taste like? You don't want to know. <laughs> okay. Just trust me. You don't. You don't want to. Know. All right, so we're going to move on because we've now done two rants in a row. <laughs> we need to talk about other things. For example, as of today, time is recording. We have we are celebrating the fifth anniversary celebration. That sounded wrong. We are celebrating the fifth anniversary of Xenoblade Chronicles 2.
2: Jeez, boy, I feel old already. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, so old. I feel that.
0: <laughs> I felt so old. I'm like, wait a minute, five.
3: Didn't it just come out? Oh, oh. Right, right. The
2: Uh, the fact that, yeah, Xenobic Chronicles 2 came out pretty much literally right before my birthday, which it is gonna be my birthday in two days at the time of recording.
1: Oh dang.
2: (laughs) Like, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, wow, time flies so quickly, and definitely arguably one of the, the better um, Xenoblade Chronicles out there until 3, of course, but yeah, to think it has been so long, and with that, they released it, uh, Monolithsoft have released it two special wallpapers with the cast, throwing Pyro and Mithra up in the air, which is a nice, nice little art pick, so if you want to get that, but yeah, five years of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Jeez, can you believe that, ooh
0: like this game was so good when it came out and it was the one I, that i feel really propelled the franchise to a new level and uh, the the idea that's already five years old and we've already gotten its sequel well first of all i'm glad for the sequel because i love i love mm-hmm. the Ultimate chronicles 3 and i do feel it is superior but like dear gosh it. It makes you feel so old. <laughs>
1: hmm mm-hmm.
2: I mean, again, I I don't I don't miss I'm not gonna miss the blade system again. The holy like, yeah, again summoning of course all that time that that thing that they can miss it. But again, it has its moments as well. I mean, with with the story and everything else. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so, go check out. You can actually download some special wallpapers as well. Noted from the official Microsoft website. So if you want a new wallpaper to celebrate your favorite, uh, you know blade girls i guess (laughs) anime blade girls like that's a thing i'm sure Uh, is there not a genre for that i'm just saying oh you want to talk about really weird family conversation my brother-in-law
1: likes anime which is fine okay (laughs) we're talking about titles we're talking
0: about dubs versus subs oh he told me that he doesn't even listen when he watches subtitles he just turns down the he mutes the volume and he reads the subtitles and then he, i know it's really weird uh he's a really weird man then he then he goes you know the big thing in uh anime right now is reincarnation and i'm like yeah you know i could see now I, I thought of a few ones that, 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 that would fit that and he goes todd that's what you need. your next big story needs to be a uh <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that's that's not a bad suggestion i was just like i pause i'm like you know i don't think i have ever had reincarnation in one of my stories so i thought about it and he goes oh here's an idea for you (laughs) two guys die in like a car accident (laughs) like no it gets worse it gets worse uh two guys die in a car accident and then one of them gets reborn as an animal and the other one gets reborn as a gun or like a weapon (laughs) what he said weapon weapon. (laughs) he gets reborn as a weapon and now the two have to work together in this new world that they're in (laughs) <laughs> and, and I pause, and I go, well, from being honest, that's not the worst idea I've ever heard. i <laughs> <And laughs> some anime would be willing to do that if, it, if the animal was cute enough and the weapon was, like, a big enough sword. So, I was going giant, um,
1: small dog, silly. giant sword. Uh,
2: like, yeah, throw that into the myriad of paths of reincarnation plots in anime. Again, you can hear that in the A1 podcast, but it's... Yeah, that yeah, your brother yeah, joined the club. It is full on market. It it, it yeah, don't,
0: yeah, yeah. So yeah, that happened. All right, speaking of anime that we'll never see again, let's talk about Dregalia Lost.
2: Yeah. Yep, uh, I'll I take this there, one here. There. Yeah, so I'll take this one here. So if you haven't heard already, this the service has officially ended on November thirtieth. So yeah, it is long gone since then. And We try to boot up the app. It is currently says, thank you for playing. And only has the contact, uh, for feedback and that's it. So you only hear that intro music and that's all. So no more playing Dragalia lost. And before that, everyone was, um, was tweeting about it, including like the, the voice actors themselves, like saying, thank you for the past four years, including like, um, the Twitter handle of, uh, can you pet the dog? Which even says you can only pet the dog one more time until Dragalia lost is down, which yeah, petting the dog. Oh, I missed that doggy already. And yeah, as I said, played in the beginning of the podcast, the, the intro music, including that, um, the hub world music is, yeah, even though it's a four year old song, it still brings some fears. And I haven't played that game too much, but the only thing I remember is one with the whole crossover with um, Fire Emblem Heroes, Mega Man, Monster Hunter, uh, heck, even Persona 5. It's just it. like, those crossovers were like, yeah, those were crazy crossovers. And yeah, it's just sad that we would, and it's one again, like when we first introduced it back with many podcasts ago, it was one of the actually the more finer gotcha games out there. It was very kind. So the fact that it only survived for four years is like, yeah, it's a sad, sad time in a sense. And again, many fans themselves says, thank you, Dr- thank you, Mr. Loss, for all the four years and just the songs, the music, the characters. Absolutely um, great time. So if you had a chance to play Dr. Loss, just look up on YouTube and, yeah, just enjoy the memory. So again, thank you, Mr. Ross. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and remember, this game was not supposed to succeed like it did, like full stop. It was a game that just came out and it wowed a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm. it
0: lasted for four years because people wanted to play it for that long and yeah it's gone but at least it got to complete its story it made a lot of money mm-hmm. in the meantime. and who knows maybe the team will make something else for this for a nintendo platform whether it be mobile or switch who knows
2: Mm, here's hoping that side games definitely create something like I don't know a trucks etc or even better like take this take this as a lesson <laughs> to make something even grander. I mean, heck, even that. I mean, we'll, we'll probably obviously won't rival that of Final level here, which was is a, t- a Titan right now. But yes, perhaps something in this in the league. Think, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of sad in my regard because I only played uh, Dragalia for the first year. And then mm, I mm, got mm, rid of it because of well, phone memory as well as I was into a lot of other gotcha games because mm, gotcha mm, is life. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I I do remember it fondly and I am kind of sad that it does it does die, it did die. But at the same time, mobile games are a market that's going well, the market itself won't die, but the games are prone to die because of how much it costs to do everything as mm-hmm. well as Everything is, a, like, basically a live service. And once you want to have the team work on something else, it's going to basically mean that they have to do a lot less work on that thing.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of goes... I mean, again, the fate of gotchas is obviously they will shut down sooner or later. And, like, you see many gotcha games come and go. I mean, the the day that Fire Emblem Heroes shuts down, that will be the time which, like, everybody... And again, I spent so much money on, on Fire Emblem Heroes. So <laughs> that Damn will it. be the day. I spent forty
0: bucks and one, and one of those twenties was because I was weak. <laughs> I did, I refused to not get more orbs, so like because I was tired of Tyler and Will summoning so many. Gosh dang five stars! I had the worst <laughs> luck at the beginning Aww. of the game. Uh, Scott, they they were getting five stars at the Wazoo. I wasn't getting any. My first one was Takumi, and that was fine, but it just kept escalating i was just like i need a five So i broke and i paid 20 bucks and i got some more orbs and i finally got one and then another time was when we got the first tellius banner didn't have ike but i wanted some extra orbs to make sure i got everybody and i did but that was it and because all i kept hearing like every week was all about the blood sacrifices that tyler and <laughs> were making to try and get the orbs and everything i'm just like yeah i don't want to be them
2: i, I still know. remember the day when the first year again when we had camilla and lynn at the that's the focus banners and yeah everybody <laughs> was <laughs> like yeah
3: everyone was losing their minds
0: <laughs> i legit wonder how long how much longer Fire Emblem heroes can go i mean yes there's plenty of characters they can bring into the games like they're not even close to you know filling up
2: right right, including
0: story-wise like they just they just did the uh asker endless storyline which is like two of the main gods of their realm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like how much how much more escalation is i know there's like a divine dragon over everything but are we gonna get to there soon um Hmm, maybe and this is not something they can't continue indefinitely a just because of you know fatigue and b you know they've already waned on some of these storylines as we talked about in this podcast so mm-hmm.
2: right 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 because they can pretty much again they, they exhausted the whole Norse mythology with Helheim for Freya the the Jotunheim all that from the Norse mythology so now they the, now with the primary story of Emblem Ashar so it does raise the question of what they can do next as, especially and I know there will be a Fade channel coming up soon as they're preparing for an update so yeah it's definitely a question up in the air but here's hoping that they continue for a long time because again you know how many alts they got to make for these characters <laughs> i mean again camilla has so many alts as well oh everybody gosh, else yeah, so yeah.
3: <laughs> how many things how many other creatures can camilla ride <laughs> <laughs> and
1: again
3: <laughs> i mean heck i'll like how many
2: ike ike alternates we got already hey, don't
0: compare ike to camilla, <laughs> I'm close. camilla or
2: tharja or, or robin 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 has a lot robin. of robin or even lynn Lynn's had plenty. Lynn's that's getting cool. a lot, yeah. Lynn's
0: getting a lot. I mean, she just had, like, the Ninja Banner not too long ago. And, you know, uh, th- th- there's plenty of, like, Ike's got four. He's got Main Ike. He's got Brave Ike. He's got... Legendary. Legendary. Wait, Legendary. Which one's Legendary?
2: The Radiant Hero Ike. I
0: said that. That's Brave... Oh, Brave Hero was Ike. Oh, sorry. Okay, Standard Ike, Path of Radiance. Standard Ike, Radiant Dawn. That's two. Uh, Easter Ike. That was just weird. I'm just being honest. There was Easter Ike. There was three, Brave Ike, which is the axe. That's four. Resplendent Ike, which I don't, I don't count. Not really. No, no,
2: don't count that. So I think there's and Young Ike, Young Ike. Oh yeah, Kid Ike. Okay, Kid (laughs) Ike, and then Corruption Ike. So
0: that's six, not including Resplendent. So that's six. Camilla's got like nine. (laughs) So anyway, we'll we'll see how long this goes. Uh, I don't want it to go forever. Yes, it's a it's a money make it's their best money maker on the mobile market. Mm, but mm. You got to draw the line somewhere. I mean, come on. <laughs> this isn't like Apex Legends or something like that where you can go on forever just based off of you know, adding more characters and refining the gameplay. This is story driven. <laughs> I,
2: I mean, at least the one thing I like about Fire Emblem is that they included the sparks that like you, you, you there's no sparks as before Apex or with the other battle passes like that. <sighs> that thing, uh, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's not saying much, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. In
0: contrast, our next topic is the Splatoon 3 Chill Season. Which is very much in line with what Splatoon does of constant updates throughout the years until they finally shut it down. Or, you know, stop updating it. And Chill Season is officially a go, as well as noted. There is new weapons. There is new clothing items. There will be new stages. And then the big thing is the Big Run. Mm-hmm. The uh, expansion of Salmon Run. So, we finally got details on that. Here's how it's going to work. The first event is on the 9th through the 11th. And per what we already knew, the Salmonids are going to invade Splatsville. Specifically, we know one map they will invade, which is Wahoo World. It will get a Salmon Run makeover. And we are going to have to go and basically drive them away from our city. Because that's what we do. We're going to kill them dang Salmonids. You know, for for profit, obviously. (laughs) And there will actually be special rewards you can get based on how well you do in the big run. All right. Mm -hmm. If you get the top, if you're in the top 5% of all salmon run players, you're going to get a golden egg
2: trophy or or, a Kohozuno trophy or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you will get a major, you'll get a big trophy to put into your
0: locker. And uh, yeah, and there there are more than likely going to be more stages revealed that are going to get the salmon to take over. Well, the only Mm thing we know about is Wahoo World. And it's going to go for the 9th to the 11th, so it's going to be just like a Splatfest, three days long. And you'll still be able to do, you know, teaming up with other players. Is it isn't going to be like a team fight. It's all about just getting rid of the Salmonids. Mm-hmm.
1: So
0: go and be ready for that. And they have even offering a special uh, private session or private shift or something like that for a Salmon Run right now where you can actually tailor make your Salmon Run so that you can tackle like specific opponents or whatever so that you can mm-hmm. train yourself for what's
2: to come hmm mm-hmm. yeah just overall just the update from this for this game again getting for the big they yeah, the big run and just including all the stages as well as like the um, the catalog I, I'm, I'm just glad like they returned back those the oh, skull bandana new emotes and all that so and of course yeah I, I would definitely enjoy it but of course naturally joy drift is such a thing on my pro controller so that's why you get that but yeah overall the team at, at, at splatoon 3 is just continuing with these updates which again free of Charge. Don't have to pay for anything. So again, thank mm-hmm. you, t- Nintendo team, for making this. Free
3: updates so. are the best updates.
2: Mm-mm-mm. All right. Next up, we have.
1: Oh, how perfect! Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the first update has gone live. the The uh, ranked tournaments, or sorry, ranked matches have begun. Or is it tur- just tournaments? It's one of those two. Anyway, ranked something has come has become active. And they have slowly started to fix bugs. They did address the situation with the performance issues. They are apparently looking into it, and they are always listening to fan feedback. Oh, really? (laughs) You don't say. Okay, then. So, yeah. I don't... They didn't say when such a performance patch would come, but we'll see. We'll see. I will say that someone has already made a mod where the game will run at sixty FPS. <laughs> That's how fast the fans work, baby.
3: I mean it looks pretty it looked pretty good for that mod too. I checked it out. <laughs>
0: so do I. So so did I. Yeah, and then speaking of fans making things work, some fans decided, hey, this game would have been better with voice acting. Ah uh, yeah, yeah. I saw <laughs> yes. the, I saw some TikToks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, I agree. I didn't think about it until like I got into like the deeper cutscenes and they like uh, an established voice actor of anime and Games got some friends and they brought voices to Nimona and Arvin and Professor Clavel and Team Star all six leaders and it was actually really good. I mean there were some things you're like okay they probably could worked on that a little bit better but you know that's just typical for it, for voice for yeah. acting. So I'm for this. I am totally for um voice acting if for no other reason like could you imagine if we heard the uh, AI Sada slash Turo, you know, apologizing to Arvin in like their is... voice, you know, I was always, like, oh, Aww. Oh. You know, like that. Um, and as they've showed in a like a side by side clip, the voices totally add more weight to the scene. Yes. Like when, like when Arvin, you know, sees Mabo stiff back on its feet and Aww. being alive, he's like Mabo stiff. He like falls to the ground. I was like, yeah, buddy, I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, the. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Uh, but yeah props to you fans for doing that um to say i would totally love to be a voice actor for a pokemon game i am available and i have a mic (laughs) okay speaking of voice acting we got official confirmation today that the pokemon anime will continue with our very own ash ketchup
3: Ash gets to meet
0: Namona.
1: Yes. Ash
0: gets to meet Nimona. <laughs> yes. I want, I want. I want. It's like Will. I, I hate. You know. I hate romance and love triangles. But I
1: want an Ash Serena Namona love triangle. oh uh, boy. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> like
0: because because Serena would love Ash because of you know just him being Ash, pure spirit and whatever. Namona would love Ash just because she knows she could always ask him for a battle. He'll always <laughs> yes. Ah uh,
2: boy, I can imagine. <laughs>
0: And then Serena will get jealous because, you know, he, she he, she thinks that Nemonas trying to quote, steal her man. Ash is oblivious to both of them. Because
3: he's, <laughs> because Ash. he's, Ash. <laughs> he's Ash. And then
0: Nemona is oblivious because he's just like, oh, they're two of friends. Great. I know. I want to be more than friends with Ash. I want him to be my everyday rival, you know?
2: Yes. <laughs> like, battle of play. We've become the strongest I, rival. Yes. I will, I will literally barge into your house in the middle of the night to battle you once again. It's like. Yeah. And Ash would accept. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I could totally see. I could totally. I want you to picture this, Scott. Okay. They're they're at a campfire, okay. They have their dinner, they're talking about the day, and they all go to bed. You know, they're all in their separate tents. Scene opens, morning. You know, bird Pokemon flying in the sky. Pikachu wakes up first, and he goes, I'm going detailed on this, This to show you how much of a storyteller I am. Okay, <laughs> Pikachu wakes up first, and he nudges Ash to get up, and Ash is like, hey, buddy, how you doing? That's not my Ash impersonation, I'm just talking right now. I'm, I'm just, I don't want to stress my voice. And Ash wakes up, and he goes, okay, buddy, let's go out for the day. And like, yeah, and he unzips the tent, and right there is Nimona. The hey, Ash, you want to battle? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: She's just like lurking right there, and then he's like, yeah, okay, let's battle! Was like, yeah! She, like, grabs him and pulls him out. Of the tent. <laughs> He's not even dressed, and they're, like, already getting into a Pokemon battle, and then Serena wakes up, and you guys are
3: already battling already? It's barely morning! So like, did you guys even eat breakfast? Why do we need breakfast? We don't need breakfast for
0: battles until <laughs> us. we want to battle as we eat breakfast. Can we do that? Can we do that, Ash? <laughs> like, the dynamic, the, the, the writing speaks for itself. Also, I'm going to be able to write Pokemon. I'm just <laughs> As, I can, as I've just shown you, I can clearly pull off comedy based on Scott's reaction. Yeah. If Scott was my audience for everything, I'd be, like, the most famous and rich fan in the world, because I could always tell him on something.
3: <laughs> I am probably a little easily sold, but yes. <laughs> That's not always a bad thing. <laughs> Alright, but yes,
0: uh, this, the, the message from, about the anime comes from the director of Anime Business HQ at TV Tokyo, which is totally a title I knew about. It goes, the future is attracting attention, but Satoshi's adventure will continue. Uh, I would like to send out information on how the adventure will continue out in future animations. And basically, they're going to be doing a special Pokemon presentation soon enough, and that's where they're probably going to announce the next anime, and Ash will be at it. So, now, I don't know, I highly doubt they're going to do the Journeys route again, but you never know. We didn't expect Journeys in the first place. So That is very true. Very true. So. For all of you who were worrying that ash would be gone or if you know go was gonna take his place i'm glad he's not um uh, look i I, don't, I got nothing personal against go but boy he's annoying at sometimes <laughs> <laughs> they make ash annoying at times but go is like consistently annoying yeah especially yeah there's a whole, difference <laughs> especially with this whole oh i'm gonna catch a pokemon in one shot the only time you want that is when you're throwing quick balls at people <laughs> Right. Yeah. Quick balls are life. Yeah. Okay. I want to admit something. I forgot to mention in my breakdown. Scott got me addicted to quick balls. All right. Um. When I'm going through areas and I'm just trying to catch Pokemon as I go, I immediately do quick balls. And Scott taught me a trick. He's like, "What you do is you throw the quick ball. If they break out, you back out of the battle. They're not going to run away. So you run right back up to them and you just try again with the quick ball." Yep. So it works. I never even thought of that before. And so I, I ha- I've used Quick Balls in the past, but like rarely because I'm, I'm the more like, you know, whittle them down and whatever. But when you're high level and you're trying to you know catch Pokemon 20 levels below you and you don't feel the urge to switch out your Pokemon from the box, you just want to get the Pokemon and go. I actually like Arceus yes. because of the whole you can just catch Pokemon without even battling them. That worked for that game. And here I'm just like I'm buying Quick Balls at the Wazoo and just like flinging them <laughs> and spend like five minutes trying to catch a Pokemon because it won't stay in the Quick ball. So, Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, uh Pokemon Gen 9 anime will be happening. Hopefully we'll get an information about that soon. So all right. Uh next up I'll let Scott talk about this. Uh Fire Emblem Warriors.
3: Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes got a soundtrack finally that we can actually well pre-order. And so I'm excited because it has a lot of different tracks and it has a actually a pretty big array of songs.
1: Mm-hmm, has mm-hmm.
3: like a hundred and 18, yeah, it has 118 songs wow, wow, wow. making four discs. And it'll be launching on March 2023. Wow, 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 wow,
0: wow. Yeah, I, I was when we, were talk, we were talking about this in our Discord. And I'm like, hey, uh, I still have only finished one path in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... I did. I, I was very hyped when I played it, and I still enjoyed the game. I gave it a 4 out of 5, but it was just so long. <laughs> and, and not in the fun way, where it's like, oh yeah, I wonder what the new mission's going to take us. It's like, no, I gotta do this, and I gotta do all these side missions to get to the main mission. And I'm just like grinding and grinding and grinding. And that works for some games, but not for others. And I just had no interest in it by the time I was done. It was like already kind of close for, I think it was Xenoblade. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm just going to wait for Xenoblade to come out.
3: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, I played the second route, and I can say that I, not enough changes that warrants me to want to play a third route after playing the second round so i think that's one big issue with three hopes in the sense of you trying to make you want to play three routes is you don't actually want to play the three routes you just want to do one route
2: right one route or if you if you're that completionist like me like yeah you just want to do it for the sake of even for the sake of story like oh that, this is what happened that what happened, like or even the variations yeah yeah yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
0: And, and, and again when i was playing like three hopes, sorry houses I wanted everyone because I'm like okay I want to see you know their side of the story I want to you know play with these characters you know I want to see who I can get you know build my ultimate team with this one I don't have that urge cuz it's like you'll use like four characters more times than not yep um, and, and unless in the big battles where you need to level them up so you need to make sure you use everybody which is so annoying and then you can only use these characters personally you can only guide these other four and like uh <laughs> So, I mean, they did a lot of stuff right, but, again, it's, like, that finesse.
3: Yeah, I I think another thing that goes with that is Three Hopes basically shows you the other sides of the story (laughs) in the first route. So, it's just, like, you don't, like, even when you only get, like, a glimpse of it, you get enough that you know that you don't really need to play the other routes. I mean, sure, there are some things that change, and there are ways to get, like, different endings even in the same route. But, yes, I'm not, well, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter if I spoil that much. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the ending changes based on if you let byleth live or die
0: oh okay that makes sense
3: yeah and so that changes how everything goes around and it changes if you're on like a the route that will basically actually end with the route of your i guess kingdoms route or it will end in the way that you need to go with byleth for basically if you let byleth live you guys will join up to basically take on god let's just say that
1: right (laughs) right, 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 right.
3: if you don't you just kill off the other two kingdoms
0: (laughs) yeah all right so next up we have okay a tales of symphonia remastered it had a story trailer come out i actually didn't know the story of tales of symphonia Huh? So this, this was actually really uh and It's so weird hearing Scott Menville as the main character because I know <laughs> that's Robin That
2: <laughs> that's one thing I really love like when it first came out forty the no GameCube. Again, you hear like th- these are top-notch actors like Tara Strong, um Jennifer Hale, and yeah, Scott Menville in this game. And heck, even um uh, oh shoot. Uh, who who did uh ah, dang it. Who did uh Liquid Snake again? Um shoot. Oh, Cam Clark, Cam Clark. Yeah, like like that's one thing that kind of drew me into Tales and Phony, just with the top top grade voice acting, and of course naturally with the storyline itself. why not too uh, out there, but again, like the references to Norse, Heimdall, all that yada yada. It's it's definitely one of the better Tales games in my opinion. Again, yeah. So, uh,
0: the game will be coming out February seventeenth, I believe it's like right before octopath traveler 2 so i'm like mm. really there's like a lot of games coming out in like a week period
2: in february yeah. yeah.
3: january and february have a lot of releases hitting yep <laughs> yep yep, yep,
0: yep. Hey guys come on we like we only have so much money all right next one this is this is a fun one um okay just hold on i'll we'll go off on for that for a sec black friday um the switch did very well so far and it dominated the uk it had 42 percent of all console sales in the uk uh, also, the UK have only been celebrating Black Friday for ten years. Huh. I know, you think I mean, I know Thanksgiving is a American holiday, yeah, yeah, but uh just the idea of them only celebrating for like the last ten years or so, like okay. Uh also the biggest game sales based on one place I think it might be the US was uh the, the ones that had the biggest spike in sales from week to week was Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Of course. And Sonic Fortiers. <laughs> to be yeah. fair,
3: Sonic Frontiers had a really, really big discount for yeah, Black boy, Friday, I, I, <laughs> and that was like recently came out. So yeah, like out, like that
2: that percent off. Yeah, right, right, right. So it was definitely worth the deal, and like including with the like the Black Friday deals. Like if you go on Amazon prior, like a lot of games were only like thirty. Thirty bucks off, including with, like Persona Five Royal, a yeah. new Automata for the Switch, which I actually got them both, and yeah, like a lot, a lot of games were just on sale. Which also, just a side note as well, um, currently as well, uh, Persona Five Royal for for like the, the ports recently for P, for PS Five and the other 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 systems currently have also over one million units. So yeah. maybe the Black Friday has also helped out at that as well. So yeah, it's yeah, Black Friday helps. It helps.
0: So, yeah, well, we haven't found the full Black Fire sales yet, but it's looking very good for Nintendo. Uh, finally, and this is, a, this is free, freaking fantastic, someone decided to post a little bit of gaming history. And it was the news or the revelation that back in the early days of the consoles, I'm talking like 80s, 90s, Nintendo, here we go, little known fact, <laughs> Nintendo almost <laughs> patented the jumping mechanic in video games. They actually invented it. Okay, actually they did. I'm just quoting the guy, but he, he realized it, that wasn't true. Uh but Miyamoto thought it would be, it was too cruel to other developers to do that. End quote. So yeah. Nintendo once almost owned jumping.
1: <laughs>
2: Don't believe it. That is real i mean i wouldn't put a past to actually maybe go with that i mean thankfully they're not ea thankfully but i wouldn't again wouldn't put past shigeru but it would actually be like okay let's patent jumping and now all the money is going to come to us and yeah we own the jumping genre yep we are kings <laughs> good luck
3: platformers <laughs> yeah
0: like and, and i was thinking like oh but that only affects like like uh, scott said oh they only affect platformers What it though <laughs> Think of all the other genres that use jumping, like, oh, I don't know, fighting games.
3: It took forever for jumping to be integrated in shooting games, but that also happened yeah, too. shooting games, Mm-mm-mm-mm. RPGs. Like, and and I'm, I'm talking about like,
0: like jump attacks. I'm talking about their, like, jumping in general to like, get yeah. things.
3: I things. Mean, um, more RPGs should utilize jumping, though. I hate the ones that don't. <laughs> or I don't hate them, I just hate that they don't.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot. Okay, there there's a lot of games, whether you realize it or not, that has jump mechanics in them, and like legit, without jumping in them, they would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's, yeah, no.
3: Assassin's Creed without the jumps, oh my oh. <laughs> you can only run. <laughs> yeah,
0: like seriously, what what the heck? <laughs> and, and and we we all we all know that Miyamoto has made mistakes in the past, all right. This is not one of them. This is one no. where his his wisdom was like, you know, this is probably a bad idea. Remember, this was like the, the early days of video games, all right. He doesn't give a year, but based on when you know they they likely would have done it, like their the NES pr- Prime or SNES at worst, that would have screwed so many things up, all right. And yes, it would have made Nintendo like infinitely richer. But no, that's 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 greed in the worst way, ladies and gentlemen. So let us all bow at the altar of Miyamoto once again, and be grateful he did not screw so many people over. Like, okay, I just I just couldn't believe that story. I'm like, I'm I'm serious. I could not believe that. Like, wait, what? They almost patented jumping. I didn't realize that was legal. I mean, like patenting a console, patenting a controller, patenting uh like an accessory. Yeah, sure, that's an item. But a jump mechanic? I I did not realize that was a possibility. <laughs> oh my gosh. What if like EA or Xbox decides, hey, we're gonna patent something that that only we can use? I mean, it, they've got the legality
3: technically, right? We're gonna you know, patent FPS's nose. <laughs>
0: And, oh and, oh if you thought Sony was mad before. Dude <laughs> Ryan's fuming right now. He hasn't even heard anything. <laughs> Not yet. Oh my gosh. Alright. Okay. We're just gonna sh- take a breath. Take a breath. W- w- let's move on. Because now we're going to our main event because sadly there was something that happened recently that a lot of fans aren't happy about and we're going to dive into what it means how we should define it and maybe more accurately say this is something that nintendo got wrong
3: scott all righty so as you may have known the smash world tour was cancelled dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> and when asked about it nintendo gave this statement Unfortunately, after continuous conversations with Smash World Tour, and after giving the same deep consideration we applied to any potential partner, we were unable to come to an agreement with Smash World Tour for a full circuit in 2023. Nintendo will not request any changes to or cancellation of remaining events in 2022, including the 2022 championship event, considering the negative impact on the players who are already planning to participate.
0: Yep. Yeah, another Smash tournament has been canceled. Cancel it, eh?
2: And they were doing such good progress with that last one. I, if they did, I can't remember. Like I know they weren't that evil, that's for sure. But like, yeah, you would not think that Nintendo was starting to get that as actually support the community. Uh, nope, nope, not again, not again. <laughs>
0: and the, I think the worst part about this is this is not a uh, a one off. We have seen so many times when something has gone wrong with a Nintendo tournament that wasn't officially sanctioned by them, You know, was doing no harm to anybody. And all of a sudden, it's like, no, you can't do this for this reason or that reason or another reason. And some of it was just Nintendo straight up shutting things down, including multiple Smash tournaments. Like, we've talked yes. about on the podcast. <laughs> like, they are, like, vehement about not letting any smash tournaments go out unless they want it. even evo was having issues remember that
3: yeah they, they're very uh picky with smash
0: yeah so i i i don't know it, it's really it's frustrating because even though i don't participate in these tournaments i know that many people are excited for these tournaments
2: right like it is like when's when, as like we we mentioned many times over again, the fact that Sakurai itself didn't make Smash Bros. as a fighting game, but now like he incorporated fight games here in Ultimate, and like it is recognized throughout the community as a fighting game, is like yeah, people want to go and see these great players who have more or less dedicated years since Melee or any original Smash Brothers to go on the big stage like Evo or even tur- uh, local tournaments, but. As, like, here with previous and now, like, Nintendo just says, no, no, don't. You cannot. It's our license. We cannot. And the fact that it's happening again, yes, you are in the legal right, Nintendo. But at the same time, like, what is this serving you, aside from yourself? The fact that you want to shut down a tournament because you can't come an agreement with them, like, and now advertisers are losing their money after so much investment to this tournament that if you're in celebration of your game? Is just like, what are you yeah. doing, Nintendo? You you just want to save some money for yourself and not for like bring the joy of Smash Bros. to the public, to the masses, aside from your own outside of your own uh, advertisements. It is like, yeah. And again, Ultimate's done. W- w- aside from like getting the amiibos, it's done. So, how is it going to get more advertisement? Like, yeah, via tournaments, but now you're not doing that anymore. So, what are you doing, Nintendo? <laughs> just what are you doing?
3: So it just feels bad, too, because of how, like, much effort and time it takes to plan some of these events and making sure, like, the marketing and the merchandising are all right. And so this kind of sucks that it went this far before getting canceled.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the solution to all of this is for a very simple reason. Nintendo is such a stick in the mud about this. Like the easy answer is for them to nintendo to create and sanction a 100% approved by them uh tournament series or whatever uh, around like splatoon around smash brothers around mario kart
3: uh, they could have done with arms when they were you know it, it, when like that, you was know, that
1: was <laughs> a thing it was, it's been over 5 years and we still haven't
0: gotten a potential for a arms two even though it's sold over a million copies so make of that what you will but they have these games that they could totally make official tournaments in even if they only do it for like you know a couple months a year and then you know we have a year wait to build up participation and all that they could do it nintendo has the money they definitely have the ability it's just they don't do it and then when people say like okay we'll make our own tournaments they go no like no it, 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 no this is our stuff like screw you you don't you don't get to do it but we're just trying to help out the fans no don't care
2: <laughs> and of course naturally we're going to, there's a flip side as well to this story as well like what i've heard and again apparently we're going to the end organizing at panda where like the, the best i can understand it is like there were some things like they couldn't get an agreement with going to licensing with nintendo or something that, like, so something much more muddier in regards to, like, the organizers of the event. So, like, while it's it definitely easy to put blame on Nintendo, there is some also you have to take props to the other side as well, like, if the organizers are legit in the negotiations or not. So, of course, keep in mind that just playing devil's advocate here.
3: <laughs> I'm sure there's a big reason that we don't get to know the full details of. <clears throat> and we might not ever really know the full details of it could be something that Panda did, it could have been something that Nintendo is just not wanting to do after getting reconsiderations. Just the problem is all the other people involved.
0: Yeah, I don't I, I don't know what the answer is to this because every time it seems like we talk so much about Like, the reason I wanted to make this what things Nintendo have done wrong instead of Nintendo discussion isn't just because I think we've done, like, four Nintendo discussions in a row, and I'm trying to change things up. (laughs) It helps, but it's not the only reason, is that this is such a recurring issue with this, with EVO. There was another Smash Bros. tournament that got shut down. Even though They've been doing their thing for years. And there's no real reason for Nintendo not to allow this, because, A, it's free hype.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Someone's gonna watch these tournaments and go, Oh this is awesome. Let's go and you know let's let, let's go get Smash Brothers sell so we can, you know, train to be like these players or whatever. And, you know, word of mouth spreads and the you know, sales continue to go up
3: and ultimate's the best selling Smash game and fighting game. It is a fighting <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Sorry,
1: mm-hmm, sorry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a fighting game uh ever. So why not mean you
3: you all say it prints money, well let the tournaments print more money for you
1: right right right
3: i mean can you imagine if nintendo was like the host of like some of these events during smash reveals where they have tournaments Mm -hmm. and in the middle of the tournament was when they revealed the next character
2: right and into the world champions i mean again take some cues from like evil capcom or heck even bandai regarding to like with their fighting games of of street fighter and tekken like if they can do something like that I mean, if they decide to go make the next Smash Bros., then yeah, they can easily take a cue from them, and then yeah, like, that's what people get so hyped up for. But the fact that they're just not doing such things is just like, yeah, what are you doing, Nintendo? And of course, we can only imagine, like, how long you're going to continue, like, selling uh, Ultimate, because unfortunately, there will be times when, like, they're not going to make more uh, physical cartridges on Ultimate anymore. So, and those games going to be, yeah, going to be a rare dime a dozen, so... Do you want to advertise more? Then mean, by all means, let, let them pl- have the tournaments and have more actually print more sales units for either be digital or physical for Smash Bros. Ultimate. But nope, you decide not to. So why? You just want to save money? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Let my people play. <laughs> do it, dang you. Ah, oh, he's Look, Nintendo, we love you. I mean, we we do a podcast literally named after you. But as fans, we are we have to look at what you do both on the light side and in the dark side, and we've shown that plenty in this, this podcast. You know, praising Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but harping on its you know unrefined nature. Talking about what works in the Mario Trainer and trailer, and why the heck you decided to hire Chris Pratt. <laughs> Still there. You know, and this is another one. We know you like these tournaments. You've done them a lot. You did the Nintendo World Championships. Like those were yours and but you don't do it consistently. And if you're still scared about organizers, there is one definitive
1: way you can make it work. You buy one. Just... Or you make your own. You know,
0: if you if you don't want to run it yourself, hire people from EVO or other esports leagues that have run them and and created them and get a dedicated veteran group of professionals who know how to, you know, set up the tournaments, get the hype going. Uh, you know, establish prizes and everything, and then start small and work your way up until you're, like, one of the biggest esports leagues on the planet, and not the Overwatch League. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that uh. was too much problems. But still, <laughs> but at least they tried. That right. is true. They tried, and they, they were big until,
2: like, you know, Pandemic and things. So, pandemic and the recent Season 2, yes.
3: Season 2 was, oh yeah, Overwatch 2 was not a good help for Overwatch. Nope, 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 nope. Definitely not.
0: There's no reason Nintendo can't, you know, set up their own league and campaigns and tours and such. And instead of doing that so that they can say, like, hey, this is the tournament. This is the one we endorse. They're going around just shutting all these down. Like, yes, they said that, you know, a, an agreement couldn't be reached. But that could mean a million different things. At The least of which is the Nintendo's being, you know, rather trollish again. We, can't, we won't let you do these tournaments because they're not our tournaments. Of course! Yeah. Dude, I won-
1: yeah. yeah, I will. Alright, Skeletor. And- All right, Skeletor. <laughs> Thanks, you're welcome. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so, just get your act together, Nintendo, please. We shouldn't have to keep asking this. And yet, this segment exists. There you go. Mm, mm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: segment wouldn't exist if you didn't keep screwing up! So, alright. With that, we are ending this episode of the Nintendo Right Hand Podcast. What do you think about what's going on with Nintendo in these esports tournaments that they keep finding and then shutting down? Uh, did you get anything on Black Friday from Nintendo, like a Switch or a couple games that were available? Uh, are you happy that the Pokemon anime will be continuing into Gen Nine? And do you like my triple, uh, my triangle love story, <laughs> words, love triangle story for uh, Ash, Nimona, and Serena? Uh, are you already enjoying the, uh, the Splatoon 3 chill season? And what did you think of the Mario trailer? I will listen to all opinions <laughs> <they> are wrong, <laughs> about Chris Pratt's voice. I saw so many people say, this movie is everything I wanted. I'm like, you are so easy to... I play. saw everything <laughs>
2: aside from Chris
3: Pratt.
0: No, I've <laughs> seen so many people say like they don't even care about Chris Pratt's voice. And I'm like, you're so easy to please. Is your name Scott?
3: Hey, even I'm not a big fan of that.
0: <laughs> you have a line. You have a line. Let us know in the comments below. So, for Skull Kit Scott and Wario Will Lion, try first time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We
1: made it to the end of the level. So, raise the flag.